and it's my wedding watch. So I always wanted to do rings. I'm, I'm still very traditional. I also wanted to do something special with the rings and then we decided on, on watches to, to give each other. Welcome to the Bark and Jack podcast. I am Adrian. How are you doing? How are you getting on? It's a little cold up here in Scotland. It's a little overcast. It's, but that's winter. Uh, no, that's just Scotlanders. But anyway, you're not here for a weather report, are you? Let's talk watches. Today, as you've seen, as you've heard, we have Jenny L from the brilliant self-titled watch YouTube channel, Jenny L. And she's made such an impact during the first 11 months of doing her channel that she's recently been on Houdinki Radio. It must have been crazy. What was it like catching up with Stephen Pulverin on Houdinki Oof. Radio? No. I was so nervous. You... Oh, you didn't come across nervous. You came across like an absolute pro. Well, thank God, because I was like, I really had to like sit down and be like, don't say anything stupid. But Stephen was really nice. And he said, like, if there's anything weird you don't want to have in it, you just like make a pause and we're just going to cut it out. He's a great host. <laughs> He's such he a good is. podcaster, such a good interviewer. But no, you came across mm -hmm. amazingly. It, 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 it was Thanks. a weird, it was a weird moment of being so epically jealous, but weirdly <laughs> kind of proud and excited at the same time, because... You're part, of, you're part of our world. And then you're on Houdinki. <laughs> it was insane. And that part where, I don't know if you could tell, that part where I was uh, starting to talk about the Yulis Nadal. Yes. And then he got really quiet. And I don't know if he cut out that pause. I think he did. Because you could tell it was, he was so uncomfortable with that. And I was like, okay, I need to switch topic real quick. <laughs> but that was so cool. Because I think now when you listen to that part in the podcast, I think there's there's meant to be a very long pause. Where he's like, right. yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like, all right, then. <laughs> Let's talk about your channel um, briefly, because I think pretty much everyone who watches my stuff watches your stuff. Um, yeah. But who, who, who is Jenny L and, and what's your channel? Uh, well, Jenny L is basically me um, just sitting in front of the camera and talking about watches that I find interesting or news that I find interesting in the, in the watch world. And I'm just trying new things um, every time uh, at least um, that's what i aim for like trying new things with watches and trying to explore different topics um, with the seiko for example look a bit at the other sides to to the whole hobby um yeah i don't know if there's that much to to talk about it's just me basically you, you always play this stuff down it's like when you're on on, on the hudinki podcast you're like yeah i'm, I'm just uh, uh, somebody who talks about watches but you've well, got one of the fastest growing watch channels on youtube which is amazing. By the way, thanks to, to everyone who subscribed or just leaves a comment or a thumbs up or even a thumbs down. I mean, that's okay. It's too. all engagement, right? It's all, it's, yeah, it's like, all the YouTube Just give wants. me the clicks, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you started off pretty heavy with your, um, I'm not going to try and pronounce it, ALS. Um, <laughs> the Teach us how to pronounce it correctly. Um, it's. I think the difficult is the U. For, for oh. many English speakers, it's Where is A, it, Lange oh. und Söhne. That's the A, U. Lange und Söhne. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, so you started off pretty hard with um, the Odysseus, was it? Yeah, it was. It was the yeah. Odysseus, which is uh, great. So how did that come about? How did you start off so high? Well, we, um, for those, some of you might know that I also have a German channel with my husband where um, he's mainly in front of the camera. I think... I was there like two times in front of the camera. And um, 
so yeah, we did that for a year and then we got into contact with Alange und Söhne and we were able to review the uh, Odysseus in German. And when I decided to start my own channel, I was like, okay, I need to start with something special. <laughs> yeah. And that was just the perfect, because I think it was released in, was it November or December? I can't remember. Yeah, in 2018 or something. And so I was like, okay. This but is the special thing was that not many one. people had actually got hands on with it, and then I know, <laughs> and then you did. <laughs> it was it was it was a very um, we had to like decide very quickly when we wanted to do it because it was a very limited time frame because I think they had just a couple of watches that were sort of like going around the world for people to like have right. hands on with. I remember feeling so nervous holding that one in my hands <laughs> and trying not to scratch it, uh, but yeah. it turned out well. It's, it, it did it massively, and it was, it was a, a, a great start to your, your YouTube journey. Um, one thing that you mentioned on the Houdinki podcast, I'm going to keep referring <laughs> to it because it was, it was quite a, an, an epic uh, moment. Uh, oh, and congratulations for hitting 100,000 subscribers. That, that yeah, was, thanks. Uh, that happened, brilliant. I think, two days ago or something. Oh, amazing. So I, was, I, I drank a lot of wine to celebrate that. <laughs> brilliant. And rightly so. But you <laughs> yeah. mentioned in, in the podcast, in the Houdinki podcast, that um you were going to tackle or you had tackled the whole thing around kind of erotic watches or that uh un watches yeah and i was completely in your mindset of these are just vulgar and there's mm -hmm. there's they annoyed me because they felt like they were trying too hard to be attention seekers yeah. And then when you broke it down in a very classy, very, uh, very clever way, and it was Thanks. nice to, to be, to see something so outrageously vulgar be <laughs> broken down <laughs> in such a pleasant <laughs> <It> way. <is. laughs> yeah, thanks. So, but so that's, that's, that's a hard task in itself, but it was very interesting how the, the kind of point is to be different and it was for it to stand out. So how, how did you come across tackling that subject well um it was it was i sort of wanted to do a video on it right when i i saw it but i just wasn't sure how and then i kind of sat down and really started to think for myself like why does it make me feel that way and i think whenever something triggers such a response that it's just worth exploring but yeah i i, I just tried to to do it justice honestly because when i started reading about the whole genre um I felt it was really misrepresented. Guys, if you haven't seen this video um, that Jenny's done on the the UN watches, it's uh, it's really you got me in trouble on Instagram. I got I got my posts taken down. <laughs> I, like, I you... felt so <laughs> bad. That was so to... weird. It was such a good video. I wanted to plug it on on Instagram, and then it got taken down within minutes of me posting it. And it was it wasn't even a moving graphic. Of I know it was these just like gold symbols. It was. And people share room. much worse things on <laughs> Instagram know. than watch dials that are erotic. Or... I know. Oh, it was. I, I felt. I felt super uncomfortable. It's like, oh my god! Now his story got taken down as well. Like I'm taking <laughs> everyone down with me. And I had so many people saying, like, oh my god, Jenny, your channel is going to be deleted. I was like, come on. Really? I've seen much worse things on on YouTube or Instagram. One thing I like about your channel is how you don't you don't hype things up. You, you speak very calmly. Your content is very, Thanks. it's very real. 
Um, I, I often get caught up in the stories and caught up in the hype of things. And so I sometimes look back at my content and think, well, why did he get so carried away with that? Oh, don't <laughs> worry. I mean, same here. I mean, I think everyone could tell by the Black Bay uh, 58th, the Navy one. I got super excited with this one. Um, oh, I think the whole the whole, the whole community got excited with that. It was, it was, that was a, a it massive was fun. one. It was fun. It was. It, it was a different change. And I, I didn't see I didn't see <laughs> that coming. So the premise of um, this kind of podcast or video cast or conversation is I, I want to get to know people's stories behind their watches. So I asked you to <laughs> kind of pick two watches from your collection mm -hmm. to talk about. Uh, so what have you got to talk about? Well, I think we should start with the heavy one right here. Um, so first, I decided on the Datejust. Um, some people have seen my video on it. I did a review. And it's my wedding watch. And it's a very special one in my collection. I love it very much. It's a very flashy piece for sure. Our markers are diamonds, except for like the 12 o'clock, where is mm -hmm. the Rolex crown, and at three, where is the date. And uh, like I said in my video, I... I'm still very um, impressive how flashy it actually is. Like every time when I like put it in a, in a watch box or in a roll, um, I kind of forget how flashy it really is. And then I put it back on, I'm like, woof. <laughs> 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 that one really shines. Um, but yeah, this, this is so special for so many things. And um, that's why this is my first choice. Ta-da. And, and rightly so. <laughs> um, so uh, did, did Kai... Um, did Kai get a watch? So when you say wedding watch, was this mm -hmm. uh, a watch that you got as a wedding present or was it like rings? You, you so, exchange yeah. rings? We, we, when we got engaged, and we have been engaged for like almost three years, so it was a very slow burn. Um, <laughs> we decided that we wanted to do, we were very clear on what we wanted to do for our wedding and how big or small we wanted it to be. And so we, so I always wanted to do rings. I'm, I'm still very traditional. And I also wanted to do, do something special with the rings. And so we said like, I mean, duh, watches um, would be the next obvious choice. And then we decided on, on watches to, to give each other in front of, we did not got married in a church. What, what do you call it? Um, what's, the, what's the English word for? Someone who officiates a wedding. A registrar? A registry yeah. office? Yeah. Okay, cool. That, that sort of thing. So we had the, the ring box and the watch box Amazing. at the table. And then we, and we got it engraved as well. Um, it's, it's just the initials. Uh, so I got the 36 millimeter date just. And Kai got the Rolex GMT, the Pepsi one with the Jubilee oh, cool. bracelet. So we've got the matching bracelets. And um, we're both That's very awesome. happy, I would say. Yeah, that's such a cool. With idea. these watches, it was, yeah, and we. I also wanted to to make sure that it would um, fit my wedding dress, and he had it. Uh, I think he had something white or blue on his suit jacket, so it would match the Pepsi. Oh, that's very um, cool. He looked very handsome. I, <laughs> I, <bet. laughs> I, I think I talked to your husband more than I talked to my wife. <laughs> I, I, I talk. I talk to Kai most days. <laughs> you do, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm just, I'm just texting with Adrian. It's like, okay, say, say hi. He's a great chap. Very helpful chap. Just a quick note from our sponsor of today's Bark and Jack podcast episode. Over at BarkandJack.shop, we've recently launched a new pouch. This is our brew in suede. It joins our Earl Grey in suede as well. These things are handmade in Florence, Italy, and they make for a perfect holiday gift. Whether they're for your watch buddy or 
just for your watch. Jump over to barkandjack.shop and check out the pouches that we have over there. And because it's Black Friday, we have a little Black Friday sale. Use code BF2020, capital B, capital F2020, and you get 10% off your order. So what's the other watch that you've got? Ooh, the other watch. Oh, got it right here. Ta-da, it's my Seiko tank. And um, that one's really special as well because that one really kicked the Cartier Louis tank off my wish list. See, I want to talk about this. I'm in a similar position to you. I previously mm -hmm. thought if there's a watch that you want, then get the actual watch that you want. Recently been given um, a Hamilton khaki mechanical field watch that has a white dial. Nice. And that's scratching the itch for my desire to have an Explorer 2 white oh. dial. So I've completely gone round on my original idea of get the watch that you actually want, not to substitute. Mm -hmm. But now, having heard you say that this is scratching yeah. your itch for the Cartier tank, I've now felt this feeling of this right? white dial. Uh, so it's, it's interesting how, um, do we need the real thing? Absolutely, <laughs> I do <laughs> agree. And, and it's also the, the, the advice that I give to people when they ask me, like, hey, Jenny, um, I really want this, but right now that is more affordable to me. Should I go for the other option? And I always say like, you know what, don't do it. Cause I feel like in theory, it's it's never as good as like the real deal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the, the exception it seems for, for so many things. And with that one, cause that's the thing I wanted, to, I've, I've never owned a solid gold uh, watch before. And I, I wasn't sure if I did like the look. And so I was just looking for something to like test the waters with. Mm -hmm. um, and then it really did end up totally being fine the way it is. Because I mean, at the end of the day, it's really not that like different from the Cati tank, from the Louis tank, because you've got the, it's obviously not solid gold. I mean, this is like 120-ish Euro watch. Cool. Um, but it's like painted gold, which is fine. Mm -hmm. It's it's a quartz movement, so that's the same with the other one as well. Um, and it has everything that I like and love about the the tank, so I'm I'm super happy with it. And it also effects. proves the point that you don't have to spend a lot of money. Absolutely. Like your passion or, or your enjoyment of that watch is coming through, and you don't have yeah. to spend a huge amount of money to to get that level of enjoyment. Absolutely, yeah. And I'm I'm sure there's many people who can I know comment down below if there is this if if you have a watch that totally scratched that itch for you and now you're happy which is perfect isn't it it, it is but it's also annoying because i i really <laughs> wanted my explorer too I with the white dial <laughs> i had See? my heart set on getting that watch and now i've got this this white dial hamilton i kind of feel with do i need another white dial in my collection i know what you mean it's like oh but i want to spend money <laughs> what am i gonna do now i'm, I'm still going to get a Cartier. I um I need one. I can't really describe it. Doesn't make any sense. I just need it. Something you mentioned on the Houdinki podcast again <laughs> is that you didn't you you talked about not being a watch collector. Yeah. What did you mean by that? Well, I think I don't have see a watch collector for me is someone who's really like serious about um building something and maybe like having a theme and also having an end to that theme. Like a watch collector for me is someone who's like very set on a very specific like look in their watch box or, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It might be a weird thing, but I feel like a watch collector is someone way more serious and way more knowledgeable than 
than than I am. I feel like I'm I just I'm out here just buying random stuff and <laughs> then realizing that I've got the same watch already, sort of from like I don't know, like the spec side of things. Um, so yeah, that's I, I don't know how how would you say are, would you no, say no I'm, I'm, I'm in completely the same mindset. I, I did a Q and A where I mentioned that I'm I oh know it was when I did my last uh, state of collection video, mm -hmm. and I mentioned that I'm not a watch collector, and people in the comments going as if that I, I was talking down my <laughs> appreciation. What people are like? No, Adrian, come on, you're, you're better than that. You are a watch collector. It's like no, that, it's just <laughs> how I see it. I'm not like exactly like you. I, I buy things that I like. Mm. If I was a watch collector, then I would have. I don't know, five different Rolex Explorers and they just have yeah. all these little tiny differences. And, and I, if I ever get to the position to be able to afford to do that, I would mm -hmm. actually have a collection of Explorers because there are different changes mm -hmm. within different models and I appreciate all the different variations. Yeah, so I, I know, I, I, I completely agree with you. I, I don't feel like a watch collector. I just feel like someone who enjoys watches. I have a collection of watches, but they don't yeah. sit together. There's no theme, there's no... You wouldn't open the watch box and think... Oh yeah, this makes sense. It makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes even I look at him like, dang, what were you thinking? I love them all, all the same, but it's it's very weird. And sometimes I catch myself being like, was that really necessary? But then I like, yeah, that was necessary at the time. But it must be good mm -hmm. having um, you and Kai together being watch people. That must be quite fun. Do you yeah, still have watches? Do you, do you have separate watch collections, or do you have one big well, collection? We. There are certain watches that we share quite a lot, and then there's watches that he would never allow <laughs> to, to be touched by me. Is he would never allow sub? me to wear them. Yeah, his, his full gold <laughs> sub. <laughs> there was, oh my God, uh, just a couple of days ago, uh, we were out with friends, and he wanted to stay, and I wanted to go home, and he was like, oh, well, what am I supposed to do with my my watch then I was like I can take it home because he he, he was out drinking and he didn't want it to get like scratch or whatever and I was like I can take it and he just looked at me like no <laughs> <laughs> like all right then um, he preferred to be out drunk with his watch <laughs> so <laughs> then we both just... stayed out so so um 2020 has been a bit of a crap year for everyone mm. are you guys planning any project for 2021 yet I think I talked about it in the 10 and 2 podcast. It was like, I, I want to do a music video because Teddy inspired me. Because <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, and do. I think that would be so cool. Because I was listening to uh, the Cardi B and Bruno Mars. The, is it called Finesse? Because she, she reps at the beginning something like uh, the rollie on her wrist. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that could be a song. I but loved I, Teddy's Teddy's little music video. It was so great. well done. It it's, was, it's so it was, good. It was one of these things that I thought should have been cringeworthy and shouldn't have worked, but it actually really did. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it, so Teddy, and but it was so well planned out and it was executed brilliantly. Is uh, and it was also a nice change because it again mm -hmm. his channel is it, it, it he doesn't overly hype things up. He, he's very. He's very grounded with the way that he delivers content. Mm -hmm. And then he's got this big smack in the face of this music video. <laughs> yeah. He's always so well put together. He looks exactly. very, very nice. The, and and everything's just so. And then he just comes out with that. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. So he inspired me. Um, and, and fingers crossed I'll be as brave and, and put something out. I, I really want to. It would also oh, be, yeah, to. like a fun change, but... We'll see. You've, you've told everyone now. So you've, I know. You've, you've set um, the wheels in motion. Hold me accountable for it, you guys. 100% will. 
Amazing. Jenny, this has been great fun. Um, yeah, thank you for having me. That was no, thanks so much lovely. for coming on. I really appreciate it. Uh, where can people find you? What's your Instagram, YouTube? Uh, you can find me uh, at Jenny L uh, here on, on YouTube. And on Instagram, my name is Jenny. And then it's the, is that underscore in English? Underscore, yeah, yeah. Underscore, yeah. it's Jenny underscore L underscore. Uh, that's my two, two social media sites. And your website, Watch Vice? Oh, Watch Vice, yes. .de <laughs> or dot .com? It's D-E and then you will be redirected to an English site if we have the translation yet we'll see cool. <laughs> so yeah that, that's that's where you can find me happy days thanks so much Jenny bye guys since recording this with Jenny her and her husband have announced over at watchvice.de that they're launching these hard watch rolls it can hold two watches these are handmade and the execution on this really is superb the stitching is brilliant on these so jump over to watchvice.de and check these out i hope you like this episode of jenny i put a link in the description down below so you can check her channel out but i'm pretty confident that if you watch my channel then you watch her channel already guys i'd love your feedback on this format does this format work for youtube for you or should this just be kept solely as a podcast just audio on a podcast platform i know i need to improve my microphone technique because this microphone is a dynamic microphone and it's got very the, the, the proximity cutoff is really quite drastic with this microphone, which is it's useful when there's background noise. You can't hear my kids, uh, but it's very different from when I use my uh, condenser shotgun microphone. So I, I need to get better at that, but I will. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of practice. If you like this podcast, this video, hit that thumbs up button. If you like the style of this content, then hit the subscribe button down there and a little bell icon so you get notifications when I drop new content, whether that's podcast or video. And if you're on Instagram, give me a follow at Bark and Jack, and I'll see you guys next time. Take care.